welcome to Awesome with Allison and Eric too. (laughs) During this podcast, our only goal is to help you feel more awesome each time you listen. Whether it's by laughing at us, laughing with us, or learning something new and helpful, we hope you feel a tad more empowered, fired up, and awesome than than you did before. I've got my husband, my lover, my number one man, Mr. Eric Robertson. Hi, I'm Eric Robertson. Hey, Pleasant Pictures, how you doing? Hi, did you know that I was on... I was uh, on someone's lawn working on a documentary. Oh, yeah. In, in the middle of Provo. <laughs> and I was sitting down because I don't actually operate the camera. The camera was filming something across the street. And I was sitting on this lawn and this nice lady walked out and said, hi, Pleasant Pictures. You're on my lawn. And then what did you say back? And I said, hey. And it was, just, it was just really pleasant. She just said hi. And I, you know, just like we're old friends. <laughs> did you say the sexy, the talented, the beautiful Pleasant Pictures is on your lawn? No. I you didn't. should have said. No. Did you charge her for the show? (laughs) (laughs) We want to thank you guys so much for being here, episode 22. We appreciate your time. We appreciate your ears. We appreciate your body, too. Uh, This is episode episode 22, how to snap out of a funk. And honestly, had a different episode (laughs) planned. This is usually the case. Had a different episode planned for today. And then this morning, woke up in a total anxious funk, just panicked, anxious, feeling very out of control, feeling very not at ease with the world. And I had to do the things I know to do to snap out of a funk. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is so good to share because everybody has a different life experience. Everybody has a different way that they snap out of a funk. And I love hearing other people's ideas. Maybe it will work for you. Maybe it won't. So I'm going to share some of my ideas and Eric's going to share some of his. But before we do that, we've just got two quick segments. The first one, nobody cares about your kids. I know why you're excited about this one. I know. I'm excited about it. I'm usually not excited about these. (laughs) So we know nobody cares about our children, but occasionally we like to share. And Rad is four. Yes, his name is Rad, R-A-D. And I was home all yesterday morning. I've actually been home a lot this week, coming after a couple of very busy months. I've been busy this week. And Eric's been very busy. He's working on this awesome documentary. And how long have you been working on that? Almost two years. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah, it'll be two years in, uh, like, this fall. Yeah, almost two years. I can't believe it's been that long. I know. I know. I mean, I believe that you're not lying, but, like, I can't believe it's been that long. So, anyway, stay tuned for that. And so, Rad was just following me around, being so cute, and he just kept out of the blue saying, Mom, I love you. Mom, I love you so much. And it just was tugging at my heartstrings, and it just felt so good to feel that unconditional love. Because I'll say Ginger, our (laughs) six-year-old, she unconditionally loves me, but she very conditionally likes me. There are a lot of... I'd say unconditionally loves me too, but that's probably not. She doesn't. She doesn't trust your. Me. She doesn't trust your wisdom either. No, she doesn't trust me. She won't give me any credit. She's so unimpressed with everything I do and say. She just questions. Like she's so so skeptical of me. Except when you pull out an art project. Yeah, she loves when I pull out a craft project, so I have to win her over. But Rad, just, you know, even if I'm in a bad mood, he's just, I love you, Mom. And so I looked at him and I said, buddy, when you say that, it makes me feel so good. Why do you love me so much? It just makes me feel so good. And he said, oh, I just love you. And then I totally egged it on and I said, and he said, I love Daddy too. And then I said, but who do you love more? Yeah, this is pretty healthy. (laughs) 
so bad. And he goes, oh, mom, I love you more, but I still love dad. So anyway, just to let you all know. I'm glad I'm still in the picture. You know what? Our entire life, all three children have favored him, wanted to be with him, cried for him. And so for the first time in being a mom in like almost seven years, one child told me they like me. And it's a big deal for me. This morning, I was watering the plants with the hose and Red goes, spray me. And I sprayed him in the face, which is not what he wanted. He just wanted to see. Good dad. Yeah. He, He was crying for you. Oh, thank you. you Okay, nobody cares about your kids. Shut up, Allison. Uh, Sharing is caring. In this segment, the best way to show somebody who creates content that you care is to share it. And I had an amazing experience. I briefly mentioned it last podcast episode at the Rise Conference in Austin hosted by Rachel Hollis. And before attending the conference, and one of the reasons I was excited to attend her conference is she interviewed me for her new podcast. And I think it's called Deus. How did you spell it? It's D-A-I-S. Okay, that's how they can find it. Yeah, and we're going to link to it in the show notes on theallisonshow.com. That's Allison with one L. And I'm going to say this. My sound quality isn't awesome, but she asked such interesting questions that I think if you're interested, maybe you're new to the podcast, you're new to me, and you're interested in some more of my backstory, if you can possibly stand to hear me talk anymore, you could go listen to that interview. Or she has a lot of really good other interviews. I've been very impressed with all the content she puts out. So Rachel Hollis, link to that in the show notes. But now let's hop right into it, Eric. Okay. Hop you, in. Hop, 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 hop. Are you ready? <laughs> I am now. <laughs> How to snap out of a funk. And I think it's very funny that people on social media, how do I always be in a good mood like you? And I'm like, mm, I feel like I start half of my Instagram and or blog posts with, I was having a nervous breakdown. I was having an anxiety attack. But I say it like in a fun way so they don't. don't take it as serious. Yeah, which is actually a problem I have. Yeah, like you, you downplay the reality of it. Like when I was sincerely suicidal, pregnant because of hormones and just some mental problems being pregnant, I would be like, oh, I'm just kind of having a hard time and like make jokes to the midwives and like they didn't take me seriously and it got kind of dire. But anyway. You're improving. I'm improving. Oh, yeah, that was a very extreme situation. And it's something I'm working on. And actually, a side fact, one of the ways I worked on that is when I was pregnant with Fiona, our third baby, I had Eric come to every single doctor's appointment, which meant we had to hire a babysitter, which meant that was a lot of money. But my mental health was important. And then if I downplayed anything, he would step in and say, she cray cray. (laughs) (laughs) So how to snap out of a funk. I have three or four ideas and Eric has three ideas. We're going to share our tips with you, what we use personally to snap out of a funk. I don't know what his are and he doesn't know what mine are. So I think some of them might overlap. So we'll see. But here's my first one. Change something. This usually for me means changing your physiology. So this is scientifically proven. I actually thought that, but then looked it up and I don't have anything to back it up, but whatever. It's scientifically proven that by changing your physiology, meaning changing the motion and movement of your body, it stimulates different parts of your brain and you can change your brain. So if your shoulders are slumped, if you're in a corner crying, if you're under your desk, like I usually am crying, one of the quickest ways to change your mood and snap yourself out of it is to move. Move your body. Go for a walk. And it's the last thing you feel like doing. It's the last thing you feel like doing. But they even postures that are like successful postures, like you put your arms above your head triumphantly or you put your shoulders back. And again, this sounds so stupid. I understand that, but it does work. And I'm not saying that if you're feeling suicidal or you're feeling real hardcore feelings of depression that 
just putting your arms above your head or going for a walk is going to help you. No, I'm talking about snapping yourself out of a funk. Obviously, you're going to need other tools to go deeper for those other deep-rooted issues. But like I said this morning, I woke up feeling very anxious and very uncertain because there's a few things going on right now that I don't feel like I have control over, and that makes me feel anxious. So I identified the feeling. I feel kind of anxious and out of control, and I forced myself to go for a run. But it wasn't just a run. I said, I'll just walk. But I knew I had to move my body in order to change my mood. So that's my first tip is change something, which for me usually means changing your body, but it can be changing your clothes, changing your surrounding. You can even start singing nonsense songs. All of those things will change your physiology. Cool. What's your tip, baby? Okay, mine's very similar, but it's not really change your body. Mine is change of scenes. Ooh. And this is all, I don't have anything to back it up other than my personal experience. And your funk and my funk are different. My funk is like, like slightly depressed, like don't want to do anything. Very melancholy. Yeah, kind of melancholy. So the things that when I get in those moods, a change of scenes, like I will specifically drive up the canyon, Mm. listening to music that I loved in high school. I don't care if that sounds dumb. It gets me happy. Because you have positive emotional ties to that music. Right. So a change of scenes or reorganizing a room, moving the furniture around. Oh, yeah. yeah. So changing my environment instead of changing my body is probably more effective but because we're different people. Or, um, yeah, or just getting outside. Change the scenes. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that that'll, that alters something. But I right. will say all of those involve moving your body, too. That's true. No, yeah, you're, you're totally right. So I'd say collectively one and two change something. Yeah. I love your your way of changing something, though. Yeah. We always are so in sync, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, number two or three for me is a gratitude practice. Again, I talk about this in episode eight where I share my weight loss journey. I think saying weight loss journey is so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) But that's really what it is, where one of the biggest parts for me about changing my, my mind to a healthy mindset was doing this gratitude practice. And I've shared this before, but I think it's worth saying again that people who have an actual practice, so that doesn't just mean people who are grateful, but people who make lists, write in a journal, set 10 minutes aside to focus on things they are grateful for, a practice, which means an actionable something to do, that gratitude practice does so much more for them and changes their life than just compared to somebody who just is a grateful person. So if you really want to affect change, if you really want to snap yourself out of a funk, determine a gratitude practice. And in episode eight, I share mine, which involves going for a walk and for 10 minutes thinking of things I'm thankful for. And if I can't think of anything, I'll be like, I'm thankful for my foot. I'm thankful for my heel. And I just move up my body. And then I genuinely think about people who suffer from chronic pain in their feet and people who suffer from different diseases and illnesses and people who aren't able to walk. And then I'll be like, oh my gosh, I truly am thankful for my foot. And so that gratitude practice has been amazing for me. And that's what I did this morning too, is I went on my walk run and I did the gratitude practice. That's cool. There's a definite change from when you leave to what to when you come back. I'm like a different person yeah. almost. And uh, the kids the kids feel it the most. Oh yeah. They feel it so much. Yeah, you bring an energy into the room and they all get like over <laughs> overexcited. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm I am I'm really lucky that Eric really supports me if I'm like I'm going to go for a run and he can like see it on my face. He's like, "Go babe." I'm like, "Yep." Uh, <laughs> but if you don't have someone who supports you, you need to support yourself. Yeah. Support yourself. They'll catch on. Yeah, they They'll will. catch on. Okay, my next one is fill your head and heart with goodness. Now, by goodness, this can mean a lot of things. That's so sweet. 
Yeah, well, for, you're so, so sweet. Okay, well, this is a thing. Thanks, <laughs> I appreciate that. So this is a thing, though. So like, podcast can be a good idea. A book can be a good idea. Quotes you can read. There's a there's a channel on Facebook called Goalcast. G O A L C A S T. Oh yeah, that's And awesome. it's all motivational um, thoughts from celebrities and and speakers and stuff. Jim Carrey's is so good. Yeah, th- everything on that we'll channel. We'll link to so that. Good. So, but my point is is it's hard to go to these things when you're depressed to like do something. So the key to this one is to have these set up already. Like already have some podcasts on your phone. Already have books on your nightstand. Already have quotes somewhere. Like easy access to this stuff. So because when you're in a funk, things are different and you don't feel good. You don't want to do something. Sometimes last, you don't want to change. The last thing you... Yeah, because it's that indulgence. Yeah, you want to watch Netflix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so you got to make it very easy to have access to something that's going to fill your heart with goodness. I love that. Fill your heart and head with goodness. My next one is very similar, but I call it this, and I've shared this before. Do the one thing that leads to all the other things. And so here's what that means for me. I think, what's that one thing that usually will shift or tip my day? And for me, it's listening to a podcast or a book on through my headphones, which is one of the, I'd say the number one reason we started this podcast is because I realized that if I needed to do the dishes or the laundry, if I was in a funk and I just couldn't get myself to do these mundane things that I needed to do or get myself up off the couch, if I put Put in a podcast and I start listening to a book or other good words like Eric, fill your heart and mind with goodness. I I get up. It's it's like I've trained my body. I get up. I start doing the dishes. I'll go grocery shopping. I'll do the one thing that leads to all the other things. Again, going for a walk sometimes is that one thing. Maybe going and putting gas in your car is that one thing. You've got to think of that first domino that if you push over typically leads to knocking over the rest of the dominoes. So how do you figure that out? You've got to pay attention. You've got to pay attention to what was the thing that got me to start doing the other things today. For you, it might be calling a certain person. It might be writing in a journal, right? It might be making a post-it note and sticking it on your mirror. So I think it's awesome in life to observe what's your one thing that leads to all the other things. For me, I noticed it was, like I said, listening to podcasts. That's why we started making this podcast is I wanted to do that for other people. How do you feel about that? That's a great one. Kick it. (laughs) I like that one. Thanks. My third and last one is creating art or starting a new hobby. Luckily, my studio is in our house, and I can come downstairs at night or whenever and just tinker, make something. Mm-hmm. I started painting those little miniatures with my buddy. Like, in his dork dungeon, if you've seen on my Instagram stories. You know, creating something will it kind of awakens you in a way and kind of puts other things, you know, the funk behind. That's, uh, it's inspiring. It is. And I asked Eric this the other day because I had been reading a book where they talk about how as humans, one of our fundamental desires is to create. And so when we deny that desire, we are denying a part of ourselves. You think about your body. It was made to create life or energy, whatever thing you want to identify with, right? And Eric had started to get into a little bit of a creative funk because as you start to do your job more uh, as a career, then it's not as creative, creatively fulfilling. So he started his dork dungeon. He started painting these little figurines. And I was like, how do you know how to do it? Like, I need to read a book that's like, hey, idiot, go do this. And he's just like inherently knows how to balance himself, I feel like. Is it you're just born lucky, bud? I don't know. I just... <laughs> 
I just thought, you know what? I'm bored of music right now. Yeah. And painting something sounds fun. Yeah. So learning a new hobby, a new art. I love that. Yeah. And and then what that does, you have a new hobby. Then that's another like arrow in your quiver to, you know, when you're in a funk, there's another option you have to get Yeah. So you're setting yourself up for success. Yes. So when you're happy, that's the key. Think about what you Mm -hmm. need. Prepare yourself for when those moments come. Makes it so much easier. You're so wise. I'm not. You are. I love you. Okay. I love that. And my final, and so we'll call this one number six, is lean into it. And I put this as number six, and I put this as the last and final option because sometimes you're drained, sometimes you're tired, and sometimes your body is in a funk because you've pushed it too hard. Now, how do you determine uh, <laughs> how do you determine whether or not you're perpetuating the funk or embracing it so that it can pass? That's a tricky balance, right? But for me, I've noticed if I've been pushing really hard and I've been doing a lot and I find my body and I find my mood just slumping down, I, I go and I say, Allison, you need to chill out. You need to chill out. And again, Eric's really good. Eric's very helpful at showing me my patterns because I don't see them so readily and he'll be like, oh yeah, you always do this. I'll be like, seriously? (laughs) (laughs) And so the other week I had been going, going, going and I didn't feel great. And it was a Sunday and I stayed home from church. I just didn't feel great. And I didn't get out of bed the entire day. Yeah. Like the entire day. And it was you know, I was going to snap myself out of it. Try numbers one through five, right? I couldn't even bring myself to do that. And I knew my body just needed it. I just needed to let my mind rest, to let my body rest. The trick there, I think, is knowing when you don't just cross the line into an indulgence, right? So after a one day of that, the next day I woke up and I felt refreshed and ready to face the day. And so I think one way to look at it, at it is if the downtime is recharging you and helping you, then give yourself that downtime. If it just seems to be further depleting you, because I did go through a period of time about a year and a half ago where every night I just watched a bunch of TV because I was so drained and the TV wasn't refilling me in any way. It was numbing you. It was numbing me because I needed to deal with the deeper problems of what was draining me, right? Right. So I will say sometimes if you're in a funk, lean into it and embrace it and accept it and feel the feelings, give them a name, know what they are and realize that feeling them is often, no, not often, always. 100% better than pushing them down and ignoring them. Feeling your feelings is the only way to progress. (laughs) Pushing them down will not let you grow, and we always need to be growing and evolving. So let's repeat those for you guys. Number one, and I combined our first two, is change something. For me, that usually means your body. For Eric, it was... Uh, Your your surroundings or location. Yeah, love it. Okay, so number two is a gratitude practice. Write it down, go for a walk, but really put that gratitude into practice, right? I think you know. Number three was fill your heart and head with goodness. I loved that. Right. Yeah. Just um, have have things ready. That yeah, that's right. Be prepared. Yeah. So you're, I liked how you said it's another arrow for your quiver. Right. And then number four, do the one thing that leads to all the other things. So find that first domino that if you knock over will help you pop out of that funk and accomplish other things. Number five was create art or start a new hobby. Loved that from Pleasant Pictures. And number six was lean into it. Sometimes you need the funk. We want the funk. Oh, we play that song. We better have that funk. Gotta have that 
It's also prominent on um, the Mighty Boosh episode of Old Greg, season two, if anyone wants to join me there. Come on, Greg! We hope that these six pointers will help you the next time you're in a funk. But remember, you're awesome, and you funky, and it's all good. You gotta have the funk. (laughs) You gotta have the funk to get the funk to have that funky goodness. (laughs) And we want to thank you guys so much for your time today. We also want to thank you guys for sharing. I see so many people tagging me, um, saying that they're listening to the podcast on my Instagram, and that makes my day. When you share it on your Instagram stories. Um, Also, if you're listening to the podcast and you're like, ooh, so-and-so would love this, you can click on those three dots in the corner and it will expand and you can share the link to this exact podcast episode. And we also want to thank you by, Eric's going to pick a favorite review on iTunes. And thank you guys so much for taking the time to leave those reviews on iTunes. It helps boost it in the algorithm. We appreciate it so much. So the one that Eric's pick, Eric will pick a winner often, and we send them a new Shack CD and an I'm Doing Awesome Tumblr and kisses. Yeah, this one's from Brit 16161616616. So Brit, I think I think you should know if we picked you. Why I picked this is it relates exactly to what we're talking about today. So she oh. kind of, you know, she's like, she's she's solidifying what we're saying here. Thank you, Brit. When when I feel down, I just want to listen to Allison or pretend I'm her and dance around the house. Love all the positivity. That means so much. Why did I want to start crying? Because, like I said before, that was what, that is success to me. That's, I defined success. Success was that I could do for somebody what so many podcasts and books had done for me. And so, Britt, thank you for sharing that. It means so much. I want to remind you guys about my year of awesome calendar. July is happening and my new awesome attribute is integrity. And I am so so excited about this awesome attribute and the way that you get my free downloadable calendar that talks about integrity and different ways to try to implement it in your life is by going to theallisonshow.com. Again, it's a free download. And then every week I send out thoughts about integrity and they real good. They They real, real good. They real, real, real good. I work really hard on that. I really pride myself in in writing. I want to write my freaking book that I've always wanted to write. And I'm proud of myself for getting that newsletter out. I need to think of a better name for a newsletter because it's so much, it's not like a newsletter. Yeah. I'm going to think of a better name for it. If you guys have any ideas, like the Awesome Gazette, that's so stupid. Mm. No, but if you have better <laughs> ideas, send them to you, awesome with Allison at theallisonshow.com because I'd love your ideas on that. And I think that's it, Eric. Yeah. New song? Well, I have to say one thing first. Oh, yeah. Say it. Only you can be you, and you're already, already as awesome, awesome as you, you need, need to be. be. <laughs> you tried to ruin that for me. <laughs> Only you can be you, and you're already as awesome as you need to be. <gasps> but I mean it. Thank you for being here. Eric, what are we going out on? Okay, this is special. You listening today or tomorrow? <gasps> no, today, buddy. Today. <laughs> new Shack has a new single coming out on Thursday, June 29th. Oh. I'm putting it on the podcast <gasps> right now. Bold. There's a music video to go along with oh, it. Oh, fun. It's, it's, just, it's just fancy dancy. Okay, do it. What's called, it called? It's called Bitmap. Ooh. Get ready. Ooh. <laughs>
Today